All right, I think we're live, episode number 62, as we sort out World <laughs> Way 2, which is 124. Um, so you got that. Uh, I guess, you know, we should start with the fact that the Illini win their first uh, NCAA tournament game since 2013. Hopefully they don't get hosed in round two like they did that year. Uh, you have to hope that, that doesn't happen. But uh, now we got an instant replay, right? So we do, and we can you know sit at the monitor for an hour and a half as the <laughs> officials do typically. Down. Sure, that's very good for for the game, definitely. Um, so as we uh, discuss this game, I guess we'll start. You know, Drexel came in; they were like a six seed, I believe, in the uh, in the Colonial Athletic Tournament. They got a pretty lucky draw, for being honest. They played an eight-seed Elon in the championship. Uh, I didn't think that they would cause very many issues for Illinois. I think Underwood was right before the game saying that this is like more of an Ohio State type with their length in terms of the lineup. Nothing to do with talent or whatever, but like they had a stretch five type. Butler was kind of that. It's 6'8 or whatever. He did a double-double. But uh, Illinois just physically dominant. Uh, They didn't give them anything defensively. Uh, obviously, Illinois is a lot better team. I mean, we know that it's a one versus a 16. There's a reason that it never happens except for the one time. But right. I'm just glad they went out there. They took care of business. They didn't mess around with them, and they dominated. We they, yeah, early early, I was kind of like, what is going on? Uh, they they couldn't find themselves self-offensively very well. Um, but, you know, started feeding Kofi. Uh, guys started hitting shots. Trent started knocking down some shots. Uh, Io, I believe that he only had like two points in the first half, something weird. Um, but then, he, then he just turned it on, uh, along with the rest of the team. Um, and I know we differentiated on player of the game. Um, I went with Trent Frazier. Uh, I think that him, the way he's been shooting the ball is really going to help this team. He had 11 points, two rebounds, two assists in a steal, but most importantly, uh, he shut down uh, Winner, uh, Cameron Winner. Uh, Cameron Winner went uh, three of thirteen from the field, only had six points, and he forced three turnovers against him. Um, so I thought that was huge for the Illini, and uh, you know, getting off defensively was really good. Underwood talked about it um, afterwards, and he thought he said, "I thought our guys were focused on defense. Was really good. Took Winner out of his comfort zone." Trent Frazier has a tendency to do that to people. Um, and and moving forward, uh, guard play, like we always talk talk about, is is really essential. And if Trent can shut down one of the guards and the other guys can just handle the other guards, I think it's going to be huge moving forward. And you look at it right now, if Miller plays that way, which I thought he had a good, efficient game, if mm-hmm. Io plays that way, Io controlled the game, was terrific uh, defensively, three steals. He had 11 rebounds as well, so he's stealing Kofi's rebounds. Kofi doesn't get double-doubles. But anyway, uh, you know, you have Miller playing officially. You have Frazier locking down defensively. You have Io doing the same. There's very few teams that have guards like Illinois does. And the fact that you have Curbelo off the bench, uh, I mean, I don't think there's a team in the country right now that has four guards like that that are that good. I mean, Baylor has – I guess you could say Baylor has four. I think Baylor's right there with Illinois in terms of the guards. But – yeah. Um, that's the most important thing in March is guard play. And Illinois has that and they needed that. And the best thing about them is that they have a seven foot two ninety guy underneath that uh <laughs> can score and dominate can, the paint. Yeah. Um and, and that's what he's gonna have to do uh next game too. But you know, it, it's really nice to see guys like Miller 
uh, playing well. Uh, Curbelo's really coming into his own. Um, Miller had 10 points, was four or five from the field. I think he only missed the only shot he missed was a three. Um, missed one three. Illinois only took uh, seven threes this game, which is which is crazy. I mean, Um, Trent hit a long two that I thought was a three. The funny thing about that is Harlan said. Frazier for three. No, it's a two. And then Frazier shoots a three. He said Frazier for two. No, it's a three. Yeah. <laughs> Frazier was putting up the three after he made that. I'm like, uh, bro, you're on the line. Uh, we're <laughs> shot in basketball. But, hey, it went in. So, But uh, Trent's been really good off the dribble, too. Um, going to the hole, which he, he didn't do a lot all season. Um, he's starting to do that more. Uh, you know, a little dribble jumper it's nice to see him kind of coming into it. And it's nice to have these see, you know, uh, Frazier and DeMonte are the only two guys that are still left from that freshman class. And it's nice that they get to experience this. Um, you know, Trent said something about, you know, just walking into the gym and seeing March madness on the floor meant so much to him. Um, I don't think these guys are coming back. I don't think there's any chance they come back from what we've heard. Um, so for them to be able to experience this as seniors, um, it's really good. And and like I said, the, the freshmen are going to be a huge part in this. Um, Curbelo had that crazy pass between the dude's legs um, <laughs> and, and just the way he controls the game and gets to the hoop. Um, it, it, it's really good. Uh, Grandison had a really good game. Uh, he was four or five from the field, eight points. Uh, getting him going is going to be huge. Uh, he had a nice little cut to the hoop. And, and, and Illinois cut cut well um, yesterday. So, <coughs> excuse me. He also um, scored on that horrible alley oop by Io. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. So, um, yeah. But Kofi, uh, you know, nobody's nobody's going to be able to handle Kofi for a while. I think. Um, you know, he was eight of eleven from the field. He had a, a few weird hook shots. That that weren't that wasn't great touch, but uh, you know you're going to take the good with the bad with Kofi. Um, I thought Demonte is getting a lot more aggressive offensively. He seemed to be going to the hoop more. Um, just just kind of had a Demonte game. Four points, four rebounds. I don't think he took a three. Uh, he did take one three. Uh, missed yeah, it. He but. he took. I think he took one from near the top, <clears throat> and then he. He had that long two at the end of the shot clock on one of those possessions. But what I've noticed, and I think the big factor with Io getting hurt, is everybody seems to be not only being more aggressive, yeah. but creating their own opportunities. Like early in the season, before Io got hurt, all that stuff, we didn't see Curbelo going as much to the rack and trying to score as he has been. We mm-hmm. didn't see Miller going off the dribble at all. We saw him just taking threes. And we haven't seen DeMonte go to the rim like ever until the last couple of weeks. Yep. So I think yeah. the IO injury was probably the best thing that's ever happened to this team. Yeah. My, my only worry is, is the way that like uh, Miller handles the ball. He seems to handle it very openly when he's dribbling. I'm afraid that, you know, teams like Loyola Chicago are going to be able to slap that away more. Um, IO even does it sometimes. Um but Miller, when he puts the ball on, on the floor and he's dribbling with his right hand, it seems like the ball gets knocked out a lot. So, well, the good thing is he's not going to be dribbling that much. Yeah, hopefully he's not dribbling that much. Um, the only guy that really just struggled in this game was Georgie. Um, one of six from the field, only three rebounds. He was he was not good. Um, but you know what? He was a little 
Freeland himself from the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, he was huge for he was huge in that Ohio State game. So I'm not going to hold it against him. Um, you know, he he's still kind of black holeish. Uh, he gets the ball, doesn't pass it out very often. I think he might have kicked it out twice. Um, but you know, if if those little baby hooks that he has are falling, everybody loves it. Um, when they're not falling, it's not. It doesn't look good, but. It is what it is. You know, Illinois, you, you face a 16 seed. You want to put them away. You want to make a make a point. And that's what Illinois did. Um, Kofi's got to figure out the free throws, hopefully, because um, because I think hack of Kofi is going to be coming. Um, he only took five this game, which is surprising. Um, but Illinois missed four and he missed three of them. So got to clean that up a little bit. I don't know how you fix that. It, it, it's probably too late, but I feel like if Kofi starts seeing them go in, he's so much better at the free throw line. So um, hopefully they can, you know, hopefully you can just start making some. Um, Kofi is at 54% from the line. Yeah. Crutwig is 68. Yeah, I will take, my big thing is Kofi making front ends. I'll, I'll take the front ends of, of one and ones from Kofi all the time, but. I don't know. Like I said, I think I think if he sees it goes go in, he he doesn't have a bad shot. We've talked about this before. Yep. He's got nice rotation. Um, I'd like to see him bang one off the backboard one time, just because everything seems short with him when he's shooting free throws. The good thing for him but, is that I think he's had more that have rimmed out this year than ones that are just completely off. Yeah, like he had a couple yesterday that rimmed out. Yeah. So yeah, and that's a he's got a nice touch for tomorrow is going to be a step up for him. Like Crutwig is a little bit bigger than Butler, and he's a much more skilled player. Skilled. Yeah. So yep. Um, he may not look like it, but he's good. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, uh, I don't have anything else on Drexel. I mean, like I said, good win. Um, I expect to see this team shoot more threes probably against yeah. uh, better competition, but. Uh, they can they, still control the paint. They did what they're supposed to do. They want to. So, yeah. And but. the good thing about this team is that, you know, you could win without having to have a ton of from Iowa Kofi. Like you could have 10 or 15 from each of them and you'll, you can still win the game. Right. And, and that's now deeper. that they're balanced. Yeah. Now that they're balanced more. Uh, Curbelo also needs to put the great. headband back on. Yeah. What is up with that? I think you play a lot better with the headband. He, he wasn't he making doing? shots yesterday. Those mid rangers. He's, he's killing your brand. The, he's the gotta, headband He's, he's got to put it back on. I hope he I, does. That was so weird. You think they just they lost it on the trip to Indy? He had a Wait, couple he of them. He had it during the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> I mean, come on. Maybe he lost, did they change hotel rooms or something? I don't know. Oh, they, that was weird. That was weird. He, he better put it back on. Yeah. So. I mean, the fro is too big to not have a headband. That's right. That's right. I mean, come on. It looked funny. So, uh, yeah. So, loyal Chicago uh, beats Georgia Tech. Yeah. Yesterday, pretty easily. Honestly, I mean, they yeah, started off slow and then took game. the game over. Um, but yeah. So, uh, Illinois versus Illinois matchup. Uh, Illinois opened at a six and a half point favorite. Uh, it's moved to seven now, so people are high on the line. I. They covered uh, yesterday pretty easily. Yeah, they did. 22 and a half, one um, by 29. Yeah, but Loyola, Chicago, they're an experienced team. Um, they, they've they been here before. It It's a scary eight matchup, I think. Yeah, it is. I mean, I the good I, – I wish that my guys weren't playing my real team right. in the second round. I right. don't love that. 
Uh, but you know, you look at the other eight nines. I mean, they're all pretty Wisconsin hard. Except for looked really good yesterday. I told you Wisconsin's experience yeah. is going to work in the tournament. North Carolina looked lost yesterday, yeah. and Brad Davison was like dominating the game. Yeah. Which when does that ever happen? <laughs> the only way he dominates the game is by taking someone's legs out. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, um, the Big Ten didn't have a very good showing yesterday. No. No. Not Purdue. good at all. I, I was pretty so sure confident somebody called Purdue. that North Texas Purdue game. I was so confident in Purdue. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Would you have him going to the Elite Eight, probably? No, I had him losing in the Sweet 16. Losing to Baylor. Know, now we could see Villanova get into the Sweet 16. How about that? After everyone trashed them, so they're not going anywhere. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Gillespie gets to come back if they win another one. Or and what? we could talk about how Ohio State almost went from beating Winning Illinois in the Big, Big Ten, Ten Championship. Turner. Yeah to losing to Oral Roberts in the first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not a good so, start. Three and three for the Big Ten, I think, to start. So they got six got teams Michigan left State. after nine to start. Michigan State completely choked. So today you got Maryland, Michigan, uh, Iowa, and is that it playing? Yeah, Maryland, yeah, Michigan, Iowa. Six playing. Right. So they could easily be down to five if UConn beats Maryland. Mm-hmm. Not good. And the Pac-12 is what? Almost undefeated, right? Are they undefeated? What one and oh, good for the Pac 12. Well, UCLA and uh, <laughs> Oregon State, yeah. I guess if you count the playing game, we're counting Illinois or we're counting uh, the Big Ten being three. Well, I mean, State, right? Yeah, it depends on who you talk to, I guess. Illinois destroyed Ohio State's will to live. <laughs> they they would have done that if they would have beaten them by 30, like it looked like they were gonna, yeah. They should have beat them by 30. But, um, well, Dwayne Washington waited a game, or he was too early on having a big time game. Yeah, he should have held back in the Big Ten championship. Definitely. I mean, why not? Uh, Loyola <laughs> Chicago, though. I mean, this team—they're number one in defensive efficiency in the country, uh, which is just giving up a lot of. Like, they're good defensively. Do you but think it's because they're? In it's the a NBC? little bit skewed. Yeah, okay. a little bit. Yeah. It, that definitely helps, but they're also very good. If you do it for an entire season, right. You know, but I mean, they have a weird resume. Like they've had some really questionable games. They went to overtime with Southern Illinois. They lost to Indiana state, um, which I'm not saying that those teams are bad because they're not, but definitely some questionable games. Yeah. They um, lost to Wisconsin by 14. They lost to Richmond. So, and they lost yeah. that game to Drake. And, you know, Crutwig is is their big player, and, and to have Kofi match up against him, I don't know how much he'll be able to do. I know he's got really good footwork. Um, the, the thing is, Kofi's going to have to stay out of foul trouble um, yeah. because I think if Georgie gets in there, that Crutwig will just, you know, poop all over him, as they say. <laughs> yeah. So – uh, you, you look at the uh, at the Georgia Tech game, and uh, Williamson had uh, 21. Uh, Crutwig only had 10 in that game. So I mean, they have shooters. Yeah. Um, and, and so if our guards can lock down like they have been, you know, we were talking about it a little bit before, it seems like, uh, you know, either Miller or uh, – Frazier will be on Norris. You think Norris will probably get Trent, right? Because he's the better player. I assume, even though I don't think Norris even, like, does he even shoot that much? I know he's got a good shot, but I feel like he doesn't shoot very much. Norris was four of seven from three yesterday, and Clemens was three of eight from three. 
So Loyola Chicago took 27 threes yesterday. I mean, yeah, Norris, uh, Norris was five for nine from three against Drake. Yeah. So he can shoot. Yeah. It'll yeah. definitely be Trent. I'm so Trent will be on him. Uh, Miller will be on Clemens. He's a six one. And then I assume I will be on Lucas Williamson, who, like I said, scored 21 yesterday. So, Io should probably be able to d up on him a little. They just bit gotta suffocate them, man. Yeah. Do what they did to Drexel. I know it's a better team, but yeah. they didn't give they didn't give them anything. And just like just like you know, uh, with Ohio State and suing, um, they do have a six seven forward. So Grandison and Demonte are going to be stuck trying to guard him. Um, I don't Ooh, know how how good he is offensively. He, um, the game that I did for Loyola Chicago, uh, Drake, he had like 25 points, but I don't think he's okay. really done very much overall. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have a lot of guys that like occasionally have a big time game. Yeah. Like Norris only averaged eight points, but he's hit eight threes in the last two games or nine <laughs> threes in the last two games. So, well, when you shoot 27 of them, you're going to make, <clears throat> make some of them, right? You would assume so. Yeah. And I don't think that, uh, Illinois is going to give them as many looks. As right. Georgia Tech may have, which Georgia right. Tech has a good defense, but zone at, at times you can get into the corner, three-two yeah. zone, you can get into the corner and get a nice look. Yeah, so like I was telling you, I had a dream last night that Illinois was down thirty-five to six uh, to start this game. Um, hopefully, I don't have deja vu. You know, Illinois is playing at eleven fifteen uh, on a Sunday. Sister Mary Catherine is going to be in the stands, or whatever her name is. Um, yeah. You just gotta hope. That, that's my only worry too. We've seen Illinois play at eleven o'clock in the morning. It's not I mean, been pretty. Eh, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I am, but I, they played at twelve uh, uh, yesterday. Yeah, twelve. Twelve's an hour or more. Yeah. It's an hour more. I don't love. I don't love the time. I don't know why. Like, how come they're playing? So Illinois has its own time slot. Basically, and then the next game's at two something or one something. So now, if like Illinois that. loses, everybody's going to see it and make fun of us. Great. Yeah, everybody's going to be watching. Um, and then, like, they have like they're jamming like six games in between six o'clock and nine o'clock. So, what do you expect? I mean, come on, the NCAA is stupid. Exactly. I'm sure CBS has something to do with that too. But here's a big portion of this game: get out and run. Yeah. Like Loyola Chicago is right there with Drexel in terms of tempo. Yeah. Drexel's 350th, Loyola Chicago's 343rd. If you can turn this into a bit of a track meet, they're not going to beat you. I mean, that's just run the floor. That's what Illinois can do. And that's why everyone loves this team and thinks this team's going to make a big run. It's probably going to end up jinxing them, but we'll find out. Um, they can beat you in every single way possible. They can beat you by shooting. They can beat you by controlling the paint. They can beat you by running the floor. They can mm-hmm. beat you by suffocating you defensively. They've proven they can win every single way, but right. maybe they're just a little bit too hot. Ah, you never know. You never know. The hot factor. I mean, Loyola Chicago, they've won uh, 17 of 18. So so they're just as hot. Yeah, but that loss was to Drake by one in overtime where they only <laughs> scored 50 points. Um, and their wins, you know, Indiana State, Northern Iowa, Northern Iowa, Valpo, Bradley, Bradley. Missouri State, Missouri State, Evansville, Evansville, Drake, Valpo, yeah. Southern Illinois, Southern Illinois, Southern Illinois, Indiana State, Drake, Georgia Tech. So, yeah. Okay. The best uh, thing they beat during that time. Do we know what refs we have for tomorrow yet? 
Do we it have the, be, do we have the JUCO refs that we had against Drexel or is that what they were? <laughs> I know I don't know. I Let's just, get them in there. I assume they were replacement refs. I thought they were going to be bad, but they weren't that bad. They weren't that bad. Well, um, I think that what made me they really let them play, which you don't usually see in the NCAA tournament. But I think what made us say something about the refs early via text message was Kofi and call for BS off the ball right away. Yeah, and yeah. the old guy called it and. Yeah, I, I felt like Io was getting hammered every time he went to the hoop, but I think Io went over and, and talked to him a little bit. He kind of pulled at Garza, but letting them play favors Illinois because they're they're inconsistent right, shooting right. free throws, yeah. and the guys that go to the line are Io and Kofi, and they don't make them right that much. I mean, Io has been pretty good overall, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, better than we probably think, to be honest, but. I mean, uh, obviously, the greatest free throw shooter in the history of this program is Jacob Grandison. So. Right. Yeah. Behind Grandison, I, I, I think is leading the team. So, and he goes at five percent. Yeah, and that's why I think Grandison. You can't even count Grandison because he shot like fourteen th- free throws. He shot like thirty. Oh. Where's twenty nine of thirty? He was like twenty four or twenty five. I heard the like a few games ago. Yeah, he's only missed one, as far as I know. Frazier is 83%. Really? Iowa is 78%. Miller is 68 somehow. I mean, my God. Cabello is 74. Brandon Lieb is 100%. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Hawkins um, is 68. Grannis is 95. Yeah. I'm going to find out how many he's taken. Go ahead. I don't know. You want to give your predictions or you want to keep going? We uh, do have a recruit that we, I guess we can talk about too. Okay, Grannis is 22 of 23. What was that guy's name? Reggie Bass. That's a cool name. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I'm, I'm all for getting recruits, but <laughs> I don't know about this one. Yeah, I think he'd be all right. I just don't know where he's going to fit. Is he, yeah. is he even going to play? He's a guard. Yeah, but he's – Anyways, let's do our predictions real quick. All right. <laughs> we can talk about Reggie Bass. Um I got Illinois winning. Like I said, I'm not picking Illinois to lose another game this year. So Illinois, of course, 76-68. That might be too many points. It's going to be a defensive battle. But I think that uh, Kofi's going to have like 25. Yeah, I got Illinois 69-62. I think uh, that it'll be a little bit of a struggle early. I don't think they'll be down 35-6, to but um, <laughs> I hope not. You know, they're going to have some trouble scoring early probably. Probably a sloppy start if I had to guess, but eventually they can take the game over. I think they need to turn this into a track meet and just feed Kofi. And I, I honestly prefer that they try to go over the top with Kofi because some of these bounce passes, I mean, get knocked away pretty easily. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how Illinois is going to be able to control the game, but uh, I mean, you know, this is a, a big challenge because it's a tough eight seed to play. And, and, and you know what Loyola Chicago does well is offensive rebounds. Um, and that could kill Illinois. Yeah. 13 to one against Georgia tech. So Illinois was pretty shaky rebounding yesterday. Yeah, they are. Uh, Kofi was not, I think he had one rebound in the first half. Um, and what do you end up with, six or something? Yeah, but, you know, you're going to change the game plan. I'm sure their game plan five. wasn't to – had five rebounds. I think they'll put more of an emphasis on rebounding in this game than they would have last game for their game plan. True, true. But the big thing here is Porter Moser knows how to win. So, you got a tough team, tough coach. And Brad Underwood doesn't? 
I think Underwood does. Yes. Okay. Uh, I just know that Porter Moser's been to a final four. Brad Underwood hasn't. So true. Yeah. And he's been to a final four with a much worse team than this one. I think there's two guys that were on that team that start for them. I think it's Crutwig and Williamson. I think we're on that team that got to the final four, mm-hmm. which was what, three years ago. So uh, I don't think they're going to have, I don't, I, I, I don't want to say this, but I'll say it. If whoever loses, whoever wins this game, I think I have to root for it to come out of the region. Well, sure. Yeah, sure. But like, you know, it better, be Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. it better be Illinois. It better be Illinois. I just think that it's hard to get a big run like that together. And the difference between this game is that, um, People overlooked Loyola Chicago when they were an 11 seed. Now teams are going to look at them as a real, real threat. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference here. Like that was a Cinderella run. It doesn't happen two times in a row. So I don't expect Loyola Chicago to get to a Final Four again, even if they win this game. So just win. I mean, come yeah, on, just please. win. Win in advance. Get us to next week. All right. That's all you got to do. When is the Sweet 16? Is that Saturday? Next Saturday? Saturday and Sunday, I think. That feels uh, that feels late. I know you got a bracket right behind you. There's no numbers on that. Why not? Because it's a yearly thing. I mean, there's a thing. <laughs> there's a thing there for me to put the dates on there, but I didn't do it. So exactly. I got it here, uh, 27th to 28th. Yeah. And then you have 29th and 30th is the Elite Eight, Final Four, April 3rd. Boom. All April, right, April Madness. If you have any questions, put them in there. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about Reggie Bass a little bit. Yeah, he's a three-star. Reggie Bass commits to Illinois. Um, yeah, three-star. Uh, he plays currently for Hamilton Heights Christian Academy in Indiana. So Illinois got another Indiana person. I think he's originally from Tennessee. Six-five uh, shooting guard. Class of 2022 is what we're talking here, um, not next year, so the year after. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of people say that he could easily develop into a four-star. Uh, right now he's 217 nationally. Uh, he had offers from Florida, Kansas State, Oregon State, Providence. Um, picked Illinois. From what I hear, he he could be really good. Um, they, they talk about how Brad Underwood – likes to get guys that he sees potential in and maybe that that aren't you know five stars or four stars so hopefully he works out um i'm I'm, uh hoping that he you know maybe moves up but rankings don't mean anything it's how you produce um when you actually get to, to illinois and apparently illinois sees another fit for a lefty shooter um, cause that's what they're getting another lefty shooter. So um, will Miller still be there when baskets are, uh, I don't know. I don't know how long Miller's going to be around. I think probably, Miller probably stays till his junior year. No, I think so. he'll be gone after next year when he wins big 10 player of the year. True. He could be. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to win that this year. That was freshman of the year and he, uh, oh. he got robbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just yeah. So the and then uh, and then uh, so it, regardless of if Miller's going to be there, uh, that P- Pizinski, Pizinski, yeah, is supposedly come to Illinois, who is a lefty shooter. Shooter. So, um, so they're just yeah. they're replacing Trent and Miller with two more lefties. Yeah, so, bigger ones too. Yep. 
Um, yeah, and that's the thing. Illinois, you know, they're signing six five guys and and taller, so it'll be interesting. I don't, you know, I, I'm excited to see how he plays next year and you know how he develops uh, his senior year of high school and we'll move forward. So the perfect example of getting a guy that Underwood saw potential in that isn't a big time, you know seven star or whatever you call him is Georgie. He was what a two star coming out? Uh I think Georgie might have been a three, but yeah. Still. Yeah. I mean they also also look at the tournament right now. Right. How many, you know, smaller mid major school players have dominated like JV on Hamlet. I don't think he was a big time recruit. Yeah. So that's what I mean they, they say this kid's this kid's good and he, he's probably under under ranked. So I mean numbers don't mean anything. I, I, I assume that if Underwood's seen him play he he thinks he's good enough. So I'm I'm gonna take the coach's insight over you know two four seven sports. So Georgie was a three star, but he was three hundred and seventy third mm-hmm. nationally. So you know he had He's been uh, good. Let's see who Georgie had offers from. Ooh, he had five offers: St. Bonaventure, Manhattan, Hofstra, Minnesota. So Richard Patino wanted him. How about that? Of course, he's gone now. So, what the <laughs> hell? Uh, by the way, just a quick update for people watching uh, college hoops: Kansas is down by eight. Yikes! Into the first half, That's uh, Eastern for Washington my for my poll. It's my good for my survivor, bracket. My survivor. It's good for my bracket because I got USC going to the Sweet Sixteen, beating Kansas to get there. So how about that? Uh, so this is a comment from Nick that says. Is the Big Ten losing so much concerning? Uh, I would say no. Depends on on what you think. Uh, white dude from Wisconsin. Pozminski? Pozminski. I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, he's a stud. Whatever. Uh, great. Um, so here's he won uh, Wisconsin. He's Mr. Wisconsin basketball. We need one of those. We had a bunch so, of Mr. Illinois every year, but yeah, we need he's Mr. currently, uh, I don't even understand this. He's a three star composite, four star. That's why you should composite. look at rivals. I don't 247 know. is so stupid. Um, but Brandon Pudzimski is his name. Here's how you look, at look it. him up. Michigan State was not a better team than UCLA, correct? Like UCLA had a better roster. And Michigan State blew that game. Michigan State wasn't even that good to begin with. They wouldn't, they would, they'd be playing today or yesterday if Oregon State and Georgetown didn't win and get in. But um, then you look at Ohio State, definitely a terrible loss. They ran into a team that had two absolute studs. They didn't play well. What can you do? Purdue, I don't know what the hell happened. I mean, North <laughs> Texas is pretty good. They have North good, good players. Javion Hamlet's a stud. That guard was really good. But I was so into Purdue that I couldn't even think about picking North Texas. I didn't even think about that and uh, swing and a miss. But, um, you know, it, it's not that concerning. I mean, it's March Madness. Anything can happen. Anything, you know? Yeah. So let's steal all the Indiana kids. I agree. <laughs> 
I mean, so far they've they're getting two. I mean, this kid plays at the Reggie Bass plays at like a what do they even call him uh, private basketball school or whatever. So um, he's actually from Tennessee. Uh, Curbelo underranked. I think Curbelo was a four star coming out. Yeah, I don't think he was underranked. Yeah. Hawkins if, 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 Hawkins was a three star, but Curbelo was a if Curbelo, Curbelo was a four star. If Curbelo could shoot, he would be underranked. True. But he True. can't shoot. Um could, should a Curbelo probably been a five star? Maybe, but I, I wouldn't call a four star. He was thirty eighth in the country. That's pretty good. He had thirty offers too. Yeah. He was a huge hit. So yeah, and he should have he should have convinced his buddy Jonathan Kaminga to come or Zed Key. We got Zed Key. That would have been pretty nice. Zed Key, he's a nice player. Um, he'd also still be playing in the tournament right now. So, um, I guess that's all we have. Unless we have more questions to come in, we'll give it a minute here. But uh, I don't know what Kansas is doing. They're down six with a minute to go in the first. Not it's good. not ideal. Marcus Garrett has three fouls. Bill Self doesn't know how to coach and coach in the tournament. Let's just so throw it out there, you guys. You don't think the 05 team would have made it to the national championship if Bill Self was a coach? Because I agree. <laughs> I think that's a, a consensus uh, among Illinois fans. No, they probably would have won the whole thing if he was coaching, to be honest. Maybe. I think – a big uh, a big factor in the Illinois continuing to get Indiana recruits is who Indiana hires as their coach. It's going to yeah. be some random assistant, and everyone's going to be mad about it, and it'll probably end up being good. That's the route they should go, to be honest. I mean, get a big-time yeah. assistant. Hire Roger Powell. Roger Powell. How about D. Brown? Hire Orlando Antigua. Let's not. Don't do that. Let's not. <laughs> Hire uh, the dude from Baylor. I can't remember his name because there was oh, three Baylor dude. Yeah, there's three Baylor assistants. Two of them got jobs. One of them, McCaslin, got a job at North Texas, and Mills got a job at Oral Roberts. There's a third guy that hasn't gotten a job yet. Give him a job, and you'll see. Of course, it's not going to be Indiana because that's you know a little much. But uh, you know, I wonder was what was the job where they said Antigua was a a, a, a factor or whatever? I think he said New Mexico. Um, I think it was. I can't remember. Uh, and they just they got Patino, right? Yeah. What a, what a weird hire. Escape that one. Yeah, you can we thank Minnesota Antigua. for that. Yep. Thank also, you, Minnesota. Don't, don't you love how everyone was talking about offense, offense, offense for LSU? And the game is four to four with eleven minutes left. <laughs> oh, I get the games are behind me. I can't even watch them. Seven to six now. Okay, we'll have to end this buckets. so I can go watch them. All right, I guess there's not gonna be any questions. Everybody hates us. That's fine. Um, wow. When are we gonna be back? Tuesday, Monday? I don't know. Monday's fine. Do you want to do it during games again? That's a little bit of much. No, we'll probably have to do it late. Well, I don't know. We can do it Tuesday. All right. Uh, hopefully they win, you know. Do you root for the big and the tourney unconditionally? No. Usually. I usually root for the Big Ten. Um, oh, oh, Iowa lost to Grand Canyon. Whoops. 
Yeah. Uh, was I upset Ohio State lost? <laughs> Not really, but I was um, rooting for Oral Roberts. But I, I would rather see the Big Ten because now it's it's all oh Big Ten was overranked all year and blah blah blah. So also people complain the Big Ten doesn't have a championship since Michigan State won. It's like you know how hard it is to win one. I mean, come on. Right. And like there's been three or four years in that span where it's been like probably like five or six years where it's been like a just a random team making a huge run. UConn did that twice. Yeah. And Villanova had two really good teams that won. Kentucky's only one that won the way in the goes. last decade. And uh yeah, I mean the next big team that's gonna win one is gonna be this year, so You'll find out. Uh, all right. That'll do it. Who do you think they'll get as their coach at Indiana? Um, not Brad Stevens or anybody that the fans think. I'll tell you that. <laughs> How many times does he have to say he's not leaving? Maybe the Celtics will fire him because they do suck. Oh. Let me see the latest on that. I'll, I'll, I'll look at the names that are being rumored, and I'll let you know right now what happens. I'll let you know right this minute. Don't you like how Penn State's entire team is in the transfer portal? Because I do. Some of these names are ridiculous. Nate Oates and Chris Beard. Shut up. Because I'm sure Nate Oates is going to leave Alabama to go to uh, Indiana. Yeah, I'm sure Beard's going to leave Texas Tech. Yeah, IU is the most difficult coaching job in the Power Five. IU fans are insufferable. Like, if they aren't winning at all, they're literally crying all the time. So, what about Mark Pope, BYU? He's done a pretty good job. Yeah. I mean, these candidates are ridiculous. Nate Oates, no shot. Chris Beard, no shot. I mean, I never saw Illinois getting Brad Underwood, so that came out of nowhere. Mike Boynton, probably not. Mark Pope, maybe. Scott Drew, no. Why the hell would Scott Drew go to Indiana? Come on. After everything he's done at Baylor, what's the point? Unless they give him a ton of money. All right. right. We're cutting this. Uh, We'll be back on that one day. Tuesday. When yeah. there aren't any games. All right. We'll hopefully be talking about the Sweet 16 game, hopefully. And if not, Depression City. We're going to be sad. It's going to be like a three-minute podcast. Then we'll have an eight-month offseason ahead of us. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Goodbye, folks. Go Illini. Yeah. They, go, 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 team. Go. Illini. <laughs>